What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're listening to Vanished in the Valley. So last week, I was telling you about the possibility of an update on a case we covered, like it was probably, I think, our third or fourth case ever. And I'm talking about the Heather Cameron case. Now, if you want to go back and get like the full scope of Heather Cameron, you can do that. It's like episode four, five, six, seven, and eight. But I have to warn you, I started this podcast with a $12 mic and lots of rage. And it shows. You can tell. It's just like it sounds super bad because the mic sucks and it's just a lot of episodes that cover a lot of things going on in the city Reading where Heather Cameron went missing. So it's like a whole fucking intricate rabbit hole as per Vanished in the Valley style. But yeah, go check it out if you want. I'm going to kind of summarize the case today. I'll talk about her disappearance and everything that kind of led up to that. And then we're going to listen to what Donnie Stroud has to say. And in the episodes way back when, I brought his name up because I heard it repeatedly mentioned when asking about what happened to Heather. To all the people I was talking to up and ready and trying to get the juicy deets on it. So I was able to talk to him and just kind of get his side of the story of the whole situation. And he kind of explains why he thinks all of these people are kind of bringing him into, into a situation that he says he has nothing to do with. So we'll get to all that in a minute. But before that, let me tell you about Heather Cameron's vanishing. Heather Cameron was 28 years old when she went missing. She is a member of the Grand Ronde tribe. And because she's Native American and the feds started a new program, she's actually been listed in a federal report on missing and murdered indigenous people. And they included her in Oregon because that is where her tribe is located. But, you know, she was in California Reading to be exact, when she went missing. So on the day of her disappearance, Heather called 911 three separate times. And they're saying that she had called 911 from her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, Daniel Lunsby, from his phone, which is a track phone. And apparently those kind of phones, if you run out of minutes, you can call 911 still. But 911 can't call you. So Heather is making these frantic calls to 911 and she keeps losing service because she's in an area of Reading, well, near Reading, called Keswick Dam. It's in Shasta County. So it's super rural. It's like foresty mountains, lakes, rivers, super Northern California style. So the 911 dispatcher is desperately trying to get Heather back on the phone. He realizes it's a track phone. He can't call her back, but she gets him again. She's explaining that she's in fear for her life. She's hysterical. She's crying. She says she's been drugged with heroin and someone's trying to kill her. She never lets the 911 operator know exactly who she thinks is trying to kill her, but the sheriff's office believes 100% this girl is in danger. They 
contact CHP and CHP gets a helicopter up and starts flying around looking for this girl. Now, this wasn't the first time Heather had called 911 or dealt with the sheriff's office in that area in the last several days because her and Daniel had been off eroding apparently in his truck and at one point he crashed his truck and the police were notified. Now, there was another incident up there with them where they were fighting and apparently the police came and they got involved. And all of this is leading up to the fateful day of August 18, 2012, the last day Heather Cameron has ever heard from. So around 2.50 p.m. is when she makes the first of the three 911 calls. I've actually seen the call logs on the whole situation, the phone call, like the last three phone calls. And in this, there's also a report about the prior incidents with Daniel Lunsby, Heather Cameron, and the Shasta County Sheriff's Office. So like I was saying earlier, the police conducted an extensive multi-agency search, but she was never found. The sheriff's office did interview Daniel Lunsby and they kind of named him as a suspect. I believe they called him a primary person of interest, but fuck, it literally means suspect. They interviewed him three times, but they were never able to arrest him. There just wasn't evidence. They didn't have a potty. And apparently the district attorney in Shasta County is afraid to go after scumbags that murder girls if they don't have a body. Like it's fucking 1972. It's like, what the fuck else could have happened to this girl? Okay, let's just use common sense. And I think we can convince 12 reasonable people this motherfucker killed her. But anyway, let's get on with this. So at a certain point that day she goes missing. The search is called off for her. And nothing's really heard about Heather for two full weeks when her husband reports her missing. And at that point, law enforcement officials let her husband know, hey, well, actually, there was an incident two weeks ago and we couldn't find her then. So I think there might be a problem. Now, prior to this day, August 18th, Heather had told her husband that if anything ever happened to her, if she was ever killed, that Daniel Lunsby did it. Now, that's a pretty telling right there. She was in fear for her life, but for whatever reason, still chose to go see him and go to Keswick Dam. I'm sure she never in a million years thought this guy was actually going to kill her. Her husband didn't think she was being serious at the time. She was kind of wrapped up in the whole drug scene up in Reading, and she was in rehab at the time. She'd actually just checked herself out of a rehab center just a few days before she went missing. Daniel's uh, official statement to the sheriffs were that they got separated and he went his way and he just kind of left this girl in the forest. And it's like, can we charge him with criminal fucking negligence? You just leave somebody in the forest, some little ass girl, you're going to leave her in the forest and no one ever hears from her again. There's just so many problems with the entire thing. This is like part of the reason why I had to make this into like a four or five part situation. And there were a lot of different players involved. When I first started investigating this case, there wasn't much on it. I found her picture on the Department of Justice website 
And I just had to start looking up her name on Facebook and seeing what I could find. And that's how I found her husband and was able to talk to him. And I was able to find other people from Reading. And they just kind of gave me an idea of what was actually going on in the quote unquote meth drug scene in Reading in 2012. And that's actually how Donnie Stroud got brought into it. Some of the people from Reading I was talking to said to look at him because he's a bad guy. And then the stories kind of grew from there. And towards the end, it just became Donnie is a omnipotent motherfucker that knows what everybody is saying at all times on their cell phones and is murdering chicks on video, raping them and sewing their hand to their face type thing. And I think there actually is a video as far as who is in this video, who is participating, who is the victim, I don't know. But I fucking guarantee you there is some fucked up video out there of a girl being assaulted. I don't know if she's dead. I don't know if she's alive. But I guarantee you there is a video out there of some motherfuckers doing some bad shit. So besides the video and all of the craziness with uh, cell phone towers, I was also hearing about the sex trafficking problem up there. And it goes from the casinos up there to the drug addict women up there to the Bethel Church, which is a whole nother fucking nightmare in itself. No shit. This church tried to resurrect a four year old dead girl. Yeah, uh, it's insane. Check it out. I'm not even making this shit up. It's on the Internet. Yeah, Bethel, I'm fucking on to you. We know about your shit. They donated like I think it's almost a million dollars to the police station. The mayor of Reading was a member, an elder at this church. So Reading has this whole tree of suck. And that's why I'm saying this whole Heather Cameron thing just all got wrapped up in that. But to this day, yeah, we're, we're almost 10 years away from the day this girl went missing. I've tried contacting the Shasta County Sheriff's three times, twice through email. Once I left a message. But apparently they're super busy up there because um, I never heard back or anything. So I don't know. I guess uh, it's kind of up in the air. And hopefully the federal investigation does something since the local investigation seems to just be letting it go. I would be on the fucking district attorney's ass being like, what needs to be done to get this motherfucker prosecuted? So we're about to address all of the uh, rumors that were surrounding Donnie Stroud, including the cell phone tower, including this fucking snuff rape video and a bunch of other stuff that just kind of came up in the course of the Heather Cameron investigation. And I constantly like I still talk about Heather. I featured her this last August again because I, I will every fucking year in August, I will do a show about Heather Cameron until somebody does something and either charges Daniel Lensby and he gives up a body or somebody finds her body. But I'm going to talk about her until it happens because it's fucking ridiculous. A girl can just vanish in the forest and the last man to see her alive is just walking around still being a fucking scumbag. Ugh. But anyway, so I'm about to play you the conversation I had with Donnie Stroud, and this is him addressing all the allegations that were made against him and just kind of what his message is for Redding. 
So sit back and get ready for this. Okay. So yeah. basically, going through the discussions I had with these uh, randos from Reading, we'll start with the They said and you were super buddy-buddy, and apparently he's got a huge piece of property with a cell phone tower that somehow you guys figured out how to hack into and listen to whoever's phone call you wanted to who's using that tower at the time. Absolutely. 100 million percent false. Number one, okay, I met one time when I was a kid when I first tried to get a job as a tattoo artist. He owned a shop here in town called um, and he denied me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I met him. The second time I met him, he come to fight my buddy in my brother's front yard and got out of the car wearing gloves and got his fucking ass handed to him. That's the two times I've ever met So it's like he's not even like no. your friend. You don't even like you're not even hanging out with this guy. This is just like an acquaintance. No. Is that? Not even a queen. I hate that fool for turning me down back then. Well, now I don't own shops, so fuck him. But uh, no, dude, he's fucking not even, I wouldn't even know what he looked like if he walked by me. Okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay, so, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where uh, people are getting the whole cell phone tower thing. Somebody's been up way too long. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And they actually did say, they're like, I was doing hella meth at this time, and this is how I know A, B, and C. So you're absolutely right. They could have been up for a week and fucking just coming up with this shit on their own. Um, Dude, it's, fuck, it's, that's some fucking good dope. Uh. <laughs> right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I heard this from a couple of different people, and one like got into specific details. Uh, so supposedly there is a video of Heather either unconscious or dead, but basically she's being beaten and raped. And then at the end of the video, her hand gets stuck in her mouth. And a guy Dude. named, you know him? <laughs> Who said that? Well, it was one of the chicks I was Just- talking to. You brought up your name and in relation to that video. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I know very well. He is a acquaintance, not, I wouldn't say friend, but we're on definitely on speaking terms. But um, number one, um, whoever watched that video and didn't take it to the cops, they ought to go to prison. They ought to go to jail. Number two, I've never met Heather, okay? My, my heart goes out to the family because obviously she's uh, either gone or whatnot. But no matter what, I've never met her. I was in jail when she disappeared. But, dude, that's some fucking bullshit. Straight fucking bull straight up dude that just pissed me off dude yeah and apparently the actually they said if i could get a hold of him he would actually know where this video is i never actually tried to get a hold of him oh my god dude he was i only got his name brought into it one time and you know relation with the video i wasn't trying to chase down all that but they're saying yeah. that witnessed all of this and Apparently, he says he's super fucked up and has PTSD over it and hears her screams to this day. And apparently, oh, he even told bullshit, where Heather's body was placed up at Keswick Dam. Oh, my God. Then why haven't they found her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is fucking bullshit, dude. People are bringing in, I mean, my name's one thing, but just they're putting off random fucking names. Probably stole something from her. I probably fucking, like, fucking dated her and jumped her. I mean, it's fucking something stupid in this bitch. She's fucking running her fucking... Oh, dude. Yeah, it, it sounds like there was quite a few women that had some bones to pick with you. So do well, you know like anything I, like I, about a black book that somebody was using for some sex traffic women up in that area? They were, like, apparently getting them all jacked up on heroin. 
And then obviously the chicks would be dependent on it. And these women were kept in a house. Apparently, I don't know exactly where this chick was trying to say, but by some dead end like a lane that locals go and they like smoke weed, drink or whatever. But supposedly there's a house near this area that they keep these women at. And there's a black book that has all these women uh, in it. Again, whoever knows about a fucking house where women are kept against their will and done whatever. If they know about something like that and they're not telling the cops, they're fucking weirdos and they should go to prison. I agree. But absolutely, <laughs> if I knew about a fucking house like that, me and my homeboys would raid that motherfucker and free him. Dude, number one, I don't condone heroin. I don't condone Fetty. I don't condone none of that shit. You know what I mean? Right. But... Absolutely. Dude, this is a small town, man. If if one person comes up missing, it's a huge deal. And they're saying multiple women? No, they're saying these... Okay, well, what she says about that, she addressed that. She says these women are all drug addicts. They were before these people got addicted to heroin. So apparently she's saying the reason why these chicks aren't ever really reported missing and no one looking for them is because the families have kind of like distanced themselves because of the quote-unquote drug problems. But... For everybody around here. I think you're the fucking everybody has a family. And kind of blaming you for everything. It's uh. Well, like I told you before, like I told you before, my only thing that I feel guilty about, and my only, now, I wouldn't say crime, but basically, uh, five years ago, if a chick had a backpack and flip flops, I knew I could take advantage of them. I was yeah. a lot of money at the time, so I'd tell him, "Hey, I come to the house, clean my house." I'd fucking, I'd get him in bed, and as soon as I got done fucking, and I'd fucking make up a reason and kick them out. I mean, that's all I did. Well, you times that by 50, 100, you got a lot of angry women, man. And, and yeah. the guys that are spreading shit, I've done something to them. Like I, like, I, like I told you before, I was pretty mean, man. I was pretty fucking mean to the guys. I've never yeah. hit a female in my life. My daughter's mom, I hit her one time with a mayonnaise sandwich in my hand, but that's it, dude. All my ex-wives, they wouldn't be fucking, they'd be the ones who know the most, and they're fucking laughing about it. It's like, dude, I'm not a woman beater. I don't buy and sell women and it's a small town sell drugs in this town for more than two weeks without someone telling on you Sounds if like i was it. fucking uh harvesting women or whatever the fuck it is dude I, oh my god dude you never even met this girl you weren't like i never before. even met heather oh that's crazy never even met heather look look i was in jail my buddy <laughs> the front dude we were all sitting around and they delivered the newspaper into the pod and i grabbed the newspaper and I looked at it, I remember seeing her on the front page, and I was just like, man, she's beautiful. Right, and that's what caught my I didn't attention, read the too. Or nothing yet. Yeah, and then come to find out, she's missing, and I was like, dude, I, anybody can call the Shasta County Sheriff's and ask her to leave the detective on the case and ask them, why is Donnie Shaw no longer a suspect? And they'll tell him, because he was in jail when she disappeared. Anybody can do that. Yeah. And I don't know why people won't, you know what I mean? I've it's actually ridiculous. been told that the sheriff spoke, somebody was calling to snitch on you over it, and... What I was told is the sheriff said, well, I've got Donnie sitting right next to me and we've already cleared him. But what else do you know? And she took that as a threat yeah. from the sheriff. Seriously? Yeah, like oh you were God. in cahoots with the sheriff, like getting him to call people to get them to stop, I guess, uh, <laughs> throwing your name in it. I think this is when I kind of realized that you're kind of, they're just kind of like putting all this kind of shit on you. Probably whatever they got their issues in the past. I was like, okay, this is getting kind of crazy there. So, I know, like, whenever like I, I, I mentioned you actually, your name, but I definitely said allegedly. I actually, as a matter of fact, I said we're about to allegedly the fuck out of this conversation because it doesn't make sense. Because the only people ever listed in the police reports is that fucking boyfriend of hers, the Daniel guy, and 
he's yeah. a, you know he's a person of interest, but I they don't have enough evidence. And what I what I don't understand is how that fool went on a run to Visalia, dyed his hair blonde like Eminem, and was gone for fucking months. And I don't see how that was never questioned. Like, you right. know what I mean? That's that's just fucking weird. And you know it's it's fucking ridiculous, man. But yet. I got the cops in my pocket, and they're fucking uh, protecting me. Fucking give me a break. Yeah, yeah. Eminem should have been locked up a long time ago, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, I I thought it was him from the start. Yeah, he's running around to this day. Fucking, he's the number one vocal motherfucker trying to push shit off on me. And it's fucking, it's ridiculous because how, I mean, what better way to get the fucking focus off you than to help feed the fucking rumors or something, whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Now, have you ever met Daniel, yeah. or is he just another, just some... Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you have met him before? He was actually, he was, he was actually a pretty good friend for about three months, years ago. I mean, and I actually uh, fought a dude over him. There's a dude in town named... I actually fought over him. He was a good, kind of a... I liked the guy. But then, we just, you know, people stopped talking in the drug world, and there was never no reason. Yeah. But all of a sudden, now he's the biggest fucking uh, uh, advocate... I think he heard the momentum that his rumors was taking and then just jumped on the bandwagon to take all the blame off himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was there. Uh, I got a friend. I got a friend who moved in Nevada, but she was really good friends with him. Well, when he came back from Visalia with his hair blonde, I stopped in over there and I seen him. I was like, what the fuck? Eminem? You know what I mean? I was clowning him. That's when I found out he, he <laughs> took off to Visalia. You know what I mean? Is he back in Reading or is he still kind of MIA from that area? I don't know. Last time I seen him, uh, we were on the, in the county jail getting transferred to another jail. And I remember the cops, they did the cell next off. And then I just, I heard my name or something like that. Well, when it was my turn, he was getting his handcuffs put on. Well, I put my knees on, a, on the bench for them to put the shackles for my legs on. And I heard him say, we can't be in the same bus. We, he, killed my, he killed my girlfriend. We can't be on the same bus. And that was the oh, last time sure. I heard I had hair of him. That's crazy. He was very vocal. He didn't want to be on the bus with me. Um, how long have you lived in Reading? Born and raised, my whole life. Okay, so you know the Keswick Dam area? I'm from Keswick, ma'am. I'm from Bernie and Keswick, yeah. Oh, okay. So... My grandparents owned property out there since 62. Oh, okay, so you've been up in that area. If I told you a specific trail number... You yeah, right there off the Beehive about. Lane. I've been told specific trail numbers, like apparently this... <laughs> ...told this woman where they could find the body. Are you aware of any caves up in that where, area? Where what? Like caves at the Keswick Dam area? There ain't no fucking caves there. Is there a there shaft a, maybe? They it's could a be mining. Like, is there a shaft maybe? Like a mine uh, shaft? Mine shafts, but they're all fucking like um, blown in or closed up and you can't, there's nothing. Then you can't just like throw a body in it? Absolutely like... fucking not. Okay, okay. Absolutely fucking not, man. And and uh, to my knowledge, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm from there. I don't even know. They, the trails have names or numbers, you said? Yeah, apparently there's, like, numbered trails. Like, and I, at first she told me it was either Trail 15 or 17, and then she came back and said it was Trail 13. So apparently they're numbered like that. And this is supposed to As far as where... I know, there's one fucking trail out there, the Sacramento River Trail. That's it. Hmm. Trail 17, 13. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. There, it's, it's not that popular. That's ridiculous. Yeah, there's, as far as I know, there's one fucking trail. That's the okay. Sacramento River Trail, and it extends from Keswick all the way to downtown and whatnot. So if you're up at Keswick Dam, I'm assuming it's like the forest, right? If they had a CHP a helicopter, they wouldn't even really be able to see the ground unless they were over the lake. Is that kind of a right no, idea? No, no. 
it's all Manzanita and fucking uh, like right now it's clear because there was a big fire. Even in his heyday, it was all just sparse Manzanita and fucking. You know what I mean? Okay, that's good to know. Because I was wondering about that. They sent a CHP helicopter up apparently when Heather was calling and freaking out and couldn't find her. But do you know? Did Daniel ever have any like? Did, did he do heroin? But was that like his thing? Because her, uh, Heather says she was drugged with yeah. heroin on that 911 call. Yeah, he done heroin. He was one of the, when heroin first came into town, it's, I mean, it's relatively new to Reading, believe it or not. They're, they had it back in the days, but there was like, you could count on one hand the people who did it. Yeah. Uh, so he was in the beginning fucking stages of it spreading, you know what I mean? Okay, well, that makes sense because on her 911 call, she's like, I've been drugged with heroin. You can hear a man in the background and she's fucking hysterical. So that would make sense on why she thinks she's drugged with heroin. Hmm. Well, you know what? There's what is a fact, okay? And this just came out of his own mouth. And I'm not one to spread rumors. You know what I mean? This came out of his own mouth. He told me he pushed her out of the vehicle doing 40 miles an hour. And that's a fact around town. I wonder why people aren't mad and they haven't been charged with press arm because he admitted that shit. He pissed, pushed her out of the vehicle doing 40 miles a fucking hour. Crazy. And it's like, dude, that, that in itself is a crime. And it's fucking, dude. That should have motherfuckers mad as a motherfucker. You know what I mean? They did right. that to my family member or whatever, you know? Yeah. But it, I, that got buried. I got fucking buried. Right? That's the first you know? I've ever heard of that. I've never even read that. That's crazy. He told when me they... that when he came back from Visalia. Oh, really? Was that when they were at the Keswick Dam? One of the, I guess the last week. They went to Keswick Dam hella time. I don't know. We didn't We didn't discuss, like, where he was at or what. Okay. It was, I didn't really grasp humongous. Yeah, uh, the gravity of the situation. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I was just kind of, you know, I'd be bobbing around, but you know what I mean? Uh, these days, I, I realized the enormity of the situation and, and what he said, but, you know, uh, that was that was all he said. And I also have a witness that heard, heard him say that. My, my homegirl lives in fucking Nevada. You know what I mean? Okay. And, and he, actually, well, he's actually a real fucking meek. He ain't no fighter. He ain't no fucking nothing. You know what I mean? He's letting people punk him out left and right. So I'm I'm kind of surprised. You know, whatever did happen, I just, I guess everyone gets fucking balls sometime, but I mean, whatever happened is, he's, he's a real pussy, you know what I mean? Right, real yeah. Pussy. So supposedly he left her out, like he crashed his truck or whatever, and he leaves her out in the forest. That's his story. They crashed the truck out at Keswick, and well, he left her there and he got... That contradicts what he said out of his own mouth. He said he pushed her out of the vehicle and left. Never heard that part. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that's that's in the police report. I got like a copy of the nine one one call from the whole week because they called nine one one about fucking five days in a row up there. But yeah, that's literally really? yeah really? yeah. There was multiple days no they were up there calling nine one one because they were fighting. So in five days, she never mentioned anybody's name. It's like a sheriff's log where like they're talking about how they're making contact with them, and that's a few days after the first call, and then the last call is I think it's actually somebody has gone in to the police department and made a report that she's missing and told them this whole story about them crashing uh-huh. up at Keswick and he, the police see you know go to him and he makes a statement of he crashed his truck out there and the last time he saw her she was getting out ride out on a quad and he like walked out Daniel that he left her there so they went to the sheriff saying there's a girl in the forest still and they went and talked to Daniel, and huh. he's like, no, I saw her leave on the back of a quad. 
and that's the last time I ever saw her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she just was never fucking seen ever again. Just MIA. Everybody should be mad at that fucking punk for even leaving her. How are you going to leave a girl on the fourth? That's you know exactly what, I mean? what I'm saying. How are you going to fucking... You. Dude, I, I, I wasn't aware that so many calls were made. And just the fact that so many calls were made, how come the fucking sheriff didn't jump on the fucking gun and go fucking find him? She's obviously calling fucking... In, in dire straits of some sort, right? Yeah, she's fucking hysterical, like next level hysterical. You can tell this girl literally thinks she's about to die. You can tell she 100% believes that fuck? in this shit. And I think the police believe what it the too. Fuck? They straight up, they got the CHP helicopter to go after her and just never found her. And that was the end oh, of no it. Shit. And then okay. two weeks later, her husband calls and reports her missing. And they're like, well, actually... Two weeks ago, she went missing. It's not now. He didn't even know she'd been gone for two weeks, like, missing with the cops. They never notified the family. They no shit. They fucking doing a half-assed job up there. I've never met her husband, but I hear all the stories that he's fucking saying and passing around and shit. I get it. You know, uh, his his wife's gone. Or, you know what I mean? Well, I'm, I get again, I get it that, you know, uh, I flip out if my loved one was gone too. But, dude, I, I speak with facts, man, because the stuff I hear that he's saying... It's so unfair, so fucking, and I'm not, a, I'm not a whipping, but I'm not just somebody who, who fucking, dude, it's fuck. I'm a person as well, you know what I mean? Right. Whether, whether my record is, is bad or not, I'm still a person, and, and, and I don't know, I, I try to have a little bit of fucking um, sympathy for him. Some of the shit I hear him say, it's, it's hard to be sympathetic and, and, and get angry and, and, and act on, you know what I mean? Try to be sympathetic. Why do you think he, like, has brought you into it? Because he was actually the first one I ever heard your name out of. And he didn't specifically say you did it. He's like, but you should check into him because he might have something to do with it. So that was the first time I actually ever heard your name was from him. Do you know why he would, like, throw your name in it? I don't know, just because he probably heard it. Uh, Like I said, I've never met him. Okay. And he never once mentioned Daniel Plunk's name, huh? No, he definitely did mention that guy's name. He actually said Heather told him okay. if she ever comes up missing that Daniel did it. So she definitely did mention his oh, name. Wow. Yeah. She literally she said if I end up dead, Daniel Lunsby did it. It's like she literally predicted this shit. But apparently the husband has thought it was because she was about to turn in a bunch of people for sex trafficking. And I think that's how you got brought into it, because everybody has this idea that you're sex trafficking people with the sheriff. So I don't. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's this tangled web that you got wrapped up in with all these people. Down a lot. But nowadays when I fucking uh, when I I come on to chick online or start flirting and shit, you know what they say? You're not going to sew my hands to my face, are you? I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? That's how prevalent the fucking rumor is, man. Exactly. Yeah, one of them told me that you would sound somebody's face to their hand. That's literally what they told me. Fuck, I'd be in prison. They'd fucking throw the... Dude, I'd be buried under the prison. 100% believe you had nothing to do with Heather. I never really thought you did because, like I said, you were never mentioned in the actual police documents. And if you just look at the facts, this motherfucking Daniel guy is the last person to see her. You know, I'm going to obviously do, like, a little updated episode, and I'm going to recap the whole thing, and just, like, yeah. I want to throw this all out there for people so they can shut up with these fucking rumors. It's like, and I have hella listeners that's ready in this, so do you want yeah. to, like, think about something I'm, you want to just, like, say? Yeah, well, all I want to say is that, you know, all my fucking true friends, they've been steady about this the whole fucking time, and all you fake motherfuckers who believe that even for one second and turned on me, don't think I'm going to embrace you. You know what I'm saying? 
everyone knows that fucking know me since I was a kid, dude. I've been sacrificing chickens or burning ants or whatever weirdos fucking do. I've been doing that as a kid. You're, you know, fucking, they say it's on the books, but bottom line is, if you turned on me, dude, I, I love you, Chuckles. That's, that's Heather's brother. That's a good, that's a good fucking dude. And I, I understand he got caught up in the rumors and shit, but everyone else, fuck off. You know what I mean? You believe that even for a second. I'm not going to re-embrace you, man. You know what I'm saying? That's basically, I know I'm innocent and everyone else does, and, you know? I, I hope one day they find her. That'd be great, man. So much best for her and her family, you know? Are you lost? 